0: And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, Episode 148, a.k.a. Season 2, Episode 16. Uh, As always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC. And since we record this show live and we can usually take phone calls, if you dare call, uh, those numbers for you to dial are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Um, so you weren't feeling well last week, MC. So welcome back. Uh what's been going on with you?
1: Um moving and uh so yeah, I'm all set up at the new house. Um, if it's echoey, that's why. New studio. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole the whole house is the studio. So um yeah. Other than that, uh same old, same old.
0: Well, same old, same old. Except the big thing in the news recently—I don't, I don't have a show prep article for it because it's it's too fresh. Um, the government is shut down. So, are, are are we living in anarchy now, MC? I
1: I hope so. Um, <laughs> I, un- unfortunately, I was I was trailed all the way home by a cop, and I'm um, not sure if he was debating whether to uh, take me to jail or not. So, um, that was kind of scary, but. Um, yeah, local police are still here. Um,
0: They're part of the essential government. services.
1: Yeah, I think I've, I've mentioned many times, like when when we started this thing, like my my biggest problems is, wasn't even local level at all. It's the the federal government is way too big and powerful and scary and they they drop way too many bombs on people and unfortunately the military is one of those i guess essential things that we we can't live without we just can't stop bombing people that would be you know that would be just too much for people to handle
0: uh we're going to shut down social security and daycare for old and young people but we are not going to stop bombing uh the middle east at all
1: yeah yeah so that shows you where the Real priorities are. Um, yeah, and you, you don't really matter. Um, you know your paychecks don't matter, your your employment doesn't matter. Um, the services that that are provided to you don't really matter. Um, what is important is the military industrial complex. and uh, that's first and foremost. so
0: Now shouldn't we be glad we have that military industrial con- uh, complex in on our side? Uh, to prevent any uh, ballistic missiles from hitting the island. Um.
1: Yeah, still, uh, pe- people don't understand this. Like, there's there is absolutely no threat from North Korea. So, um, yeah, my first re- response to that was BS. <laughs> uh, there, you know, <laughs> I was like, huh? Like, it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. So, I'm just gonna keep sur- you know, surfing Facebook like I always do. Um, nice, but yeah, that made me realize that I I do have a problem. I surf face Facebook too much. So, um but there's just I don't know. I guess there's too many things for me to be pissed off at, and that's you know, that's that's what we do, <laughs> or I do.
0: Yeah. Well, I I do that. I, I will say I do that too. And a lot of it, you know, a a lot of it comes from, you know, experience, which you know, one of the reasons why we call the show the Anarchist Experience, um. And then a lot of it – a lot of, like, my Facebook surfing and news for this show stemmed from the fact that when I would talk to people uh, about these issues, they wouldn't believe me, right? They were they were so wrapped up in their whole, like, you know, God bless America uh, mentality that it just – it it the articles that we discuss, like, wouldn't even cross their radar. So I'd point it out and I'd poke them with it. See? You see? You see? You see? Uh, yeah. You know, and then – and so – I get, I get inundated with these types of articles mostly for that reason. Um, but I also like, I, I stopped doing my show prep on Facebook and I just went to like, you know, regular RSS feeds. Um, yeah, just because, you know, like, like you just felt like too much time on Facebook. So I don't spend a lot of time on there. It's like, if I have nothing better to do, I'll jump on Facebook, you know, for a little bit just to, to kill some time, but it's no longer like the obsession where I got to like hit the bottom of my news feed to leave off to where I was before to make sure I didn't miss an article or a post or anything along along those lines, so I completely yeah. understand that you know that obsession. Yeah.
1: Well, co- cops have had a really bad week. Um, there was a, a cop that was that that, that killed uh, you know unarmed sixteen year old in court. Uh, he and the kid. Uh, from what I heard, he was trying to defend his mom from a, a cop that pinned his mom against the wall or something. I didn't really read into it too much. It's, yeah, I came it's across just, it too. Yeah, really, you know, really sad situation there. Um, that cops can't restrain kids uh, without shooting them. Um, and there, there was a couple more. Uh, they're slipping my mind right now. Um, you know, just just stupid retarded thing. Oh yeah, the other one. So this this little dog, well, I mean, it was a large, large, you know, mid-sized breed or whatever, but it was clearly a puppy, right? Right. And 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 it got loose, and the cops all feared for their lives and opened fire on it in the middle of a you know crowded area, you know, people all around. It's like, you know, they're lucky they didn't shoot somebody, you know, hit somebody else with you know bullets travel through things and and sometimes uh, they do. And sometimes they bounce off of things. Yeah.
0: But we, we see the headlines, right? You know, cop aims for dog, misses, hits four-year-old. Right. So, yeah. um, One one thing I want to bring up before we get too far away from one of the, the first things you said is you said the federal government is too big. Um, and I'm not going to disagree with you. And you said, like, that's your main focus. Um, now, I've heard others in the past say, you know, like, the federal government is so overwhelming, so big that they don't really impact your life. All that much, so we need to focus our efforts and concentrate our efforts on getting rid of the local government or dealing with uh, local issues that really impact your life on a daily basis. Um, so, getting getting tailed by the cops, that's more of a local issue uh, than a federal issue. So, what are your thoughts on on you know just dealing with uh, the local government and the local enforcers? as opposed to worrying, as opposed to really worrying about whether or not, you know, uh, um, you know, some brown people in Afghanistan are getting blown up because you you don't really see that. And that doesn't really affect you on a, on the daily basis, MC. Um, So, so focus your efforts more on, on the local issue. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, Some people say all politics is local. Um, I I don't know if I agree with that a hundred percent, but I look at things a little bit different and and so what i want people do to do is be more moral and ethical stuff like that um i don't want people to worship the government whether it's local state or federal um and and so that's you know my my focus being on uh the the bigger picture like that's how my brain just works like i always focus on like the biggest most uh, unchangeable things that i you know that i can i mean if there was no problems at all and uh, on the world then i would be focusing on on the sun expanding and and taking over the <laughs> earth you know i'd be like oh well that's the next big thing to worry about right and 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 we shouldn't be worried about that but and uh And it's not like anything I say is going to, uh, you know, make bombs stop dropping. But I I do want people to, uh, I I do want people in the U S especially to pay attention to what the U S is doing. Um, if, if for no other reasons to just to make them feel guilty, you know, like (laughs) this,
0: this is what your tax dollars pay for. You, you can't call yourself a, a
1: good person. With, without, uh, at least speaking against, you know the ba- the bad things that that you know, if if you call it your country or whatever, you know I I'm I'm trying to uh, wean myself away from calling myself a U.S. citizen and maybe Statist even status language. Yeah, maybe even you know, uh, what what do you call that? Uh, cancel my citizenship. How do you do that?
0: Uh, renounce. Yeah, renounce renounce citizens. my
1: citizenship. You know, I've, I've considered doing that, um, considered, you know, getting a citizenship in a different country and, and all these things. But, um, but yeah, my, my, my focus still is, is, is always just really big and not really personally attached to, to me so much. Um, like the things that I care about, like the monetary system, it's, it's a worldwide thing. You know, all the banks around the world are doing it. And, and that's why uh bitcoin was made um uh, because there's the the fraud isn't just the US it's it's a worldwide uh theft and uh peop, you know re- resistance is uh you know one thing that we can do i think uh, i think it's a good thing to do i think using you know participating in their system is is a uh, not the best thing to do because they're, they're evil and they they kill people and they, they hurt people. And then they, they, and they, one of the worst things they do is they, they brain (coughs) brainwash people into thinking they're doing good things. And, uh, so yeah, I'd I'd want, I want more people to look at themselves and look at the people that they, they think represents them. And even some of it is, is so ridiculous. like, a lot of people hate Trump, but they're still going to pay him. You know, like like just stop. Yep. just don't do it.
0: <laughs> that's that's again. I'll, I'll reiterate it here again. What I've always said is that the only real protest is a tax protest, right? You you can wave signs and you can you know run parades and you can march down wherever you want, but as long as you're paying your taxes to those people, right? You're not really protesting because they don't care. They they will let you march. They will let you scream. They will let you shout they will let you throw bottles into local businesses that have no impact on them right but until you stop paying them and and you know stop funding you know the that war machine um they'll just they just brush it off it's like okay yeah protest all you want as so long as you pay your taxes we're we're good here so if you really want to protest if you don't like trump right stop paying your taxes right if you don't like the military stop paying your tax you know the whatever issue you have right? Stop paying, stop paying your taxes. And that way you can then say you, you are not contributing or, you know, like in my case, right? Like, uh, you know, I talked to a coworker last night. I haven't filed, uh, my taxes in like a decade now, over a decade. Um, and I, I, I claim exempt on the federal form and I claim, you know, 10 on the local form because Hawaii doesn't allow, uh, um, uh, you know, an exempt status on the taxes. But I try to, I try to maximize the amount of money that shows up in my paycheck, um, that they are not able to steal from me. And then, you know, the rest, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm forced to just let it go to stay out of their system, right. To, to not, to not give them paperwork. I just go, well, I'm not, you just don't get the paperwork, right. You can have what you've already stolen. And, you know, I, I accept that, but I'm not going to go into your system to try to get it back, um. So that's, you know, that's my form of like, you know, keeping money out of their system as best I can, right? And I, I don't want to hear the, again, I have to, I have to reiterate this because this is what will come up, right? Well, do you, do you go shopping at the grocery store? Do you put gas in your car? Well, then you're paying taxes. It's like, yes, you're right. Um, so do the best that you can in the situation that you have um but don't be don't go out there and you know be like oh i'm such a happy taxpayer and you know this is essential this is necessary to live in a free society and all that other nonsense um and then still say that you don't support uh what those people are doing with your money
1: right on and if your if your thing is local then focus on that if your thing is you know whatever but um i, I think what would get me to to back off a little bit more, or to uh, not care so much as if the federal government went away, and then I I wouldn't feel the the, the urge to do what I do, you know. Um, but yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's got their own priorities. And I'm 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 less worried about getting pulled over and, and going to jail, which could happen because I think I might have a couple of tickets outstanding. I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: if, if it uh, okay from experience if it's pay, just tickets they won't take you to jail
1: yeah not not in Hawaii uh, yeah. other areas do things differently but yeah um so far yeah I, I don't I don't know I'm not hundred percent sure what's gonna happen to me I'm not really that worried about it um but yeah that's just you know that's my own experience here I know uh, other places they they set up automatic court dates and uh so here's what happened to my friend he he actually went to court and explained to them that the the stop sign that he stopped at uh he he is not required to stop for three seconds and the cop got got that three second rule from the the driving handbook that is issued by the state right right but there's there's no law that says you have to stop for three seconds it's just a recommendation okay and so he got pulled over and got a ticket for not stopping for three seconds and uh so you know he fought it in court and one the prosecutor said yeah i agree with you and says i'm throwing it out nice but she she didn't do the paperwork and the, so the, and she, the
0: prosecutor or your yeah or your the
1: prosecutor okay didn't do the paperwork to throw it out and so what happened is it got processed through as he didn't even show up okay and so, if you don't show up to your court date, you got
0: automatic bench warrant.
1: Uh, yeah, bench warrant. And so, yeah. he gets he gets pulled over like three years later and goes to jail for it. Okay. He's like, "What the hell?" You know, like <laughs> I went there. I could t- I could show you the seat that I sat in. You know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm
1: sure you've got it on video somewhere. You know, like <laughs> I was here, man.
0: So I I will share one with you as well. Then um, I I forget why. Oh yeah, I remember they, they pulled me over for making, uh, an il- illegal U-turn and then failure to identify. Um, because I, I, number one, I didn't make an illegal U-turn. And then by the time they, uh, like, you know, got to me, I was already like in my house in bed and they came knocking at my door. Um, and then arrested me. Cause I'm like, I'm not driving. I don't have to show you, you know, a driver's license. You obviously know where I live, you know, so you know who I am, um, but then I get, I get to my scheduled court date, right? Like I, I went to jail that night and was released the next morning. Um, or later that day, cause it was like four o'clock in the morning. Um, I get to my court date and I go up, you know, to, to check the calendar to make sure I'm at the right place and where's my name on the board and all that other stuff. And then my name's not on the board. It's like, Hey, I'm supposed to be here. You know, somebody tell me what's going on. Um, And so, you know, I, you know, they, they, they say like, well, no, the, the process similar to your friend, right? The, the prosecutor dropped it, right? They're, they're not going to prosecute. And I went, okay, can I get that in writing? And then I literally spent like the next three hours of my day going back and forth from like the, the, the court building, um, to like the prosecutor's office across the street, waiting there to talk to someone, to get, to get a handwritten note from the prosecutor's office that says, you know, n- no process or whatever, that we will not prosecute this further. We're dropping the case. And I said, like, I don't want anything. If this comes back to bite me, you know, later, just like your friend, right, I'm going to be pissed. So I want it in writing so that if something does happen, I can show the paper with your signature on it saying that you're not going to prosecute this any further. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely understand that concern. Um, and you know, that's, that's what I did to, to, to remedy that when they said like, oh no, 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 we're all good. I'm like, really? Let me see my paperwork. You know, let me, where's the, where's the court document? Even when, even on the occasion where the judge like dismisses the case, right? You got to make sure that they dismiss with prejudice, right? So that they cannot, you know, so that the prosecutor cannot decide to, to bring it up later. And if you forget that, or if the judge doesn't say that, then yeah, same situation. You think you're in the clear, um until they go like no 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 nope, we're just going to try this again you know down the 2 3 whatever years down the line um you know because those words weren't said and those magical inc- incantations weren't read aloud um uh, so yeah i mean again i ha- i have a little bit more experience in this realm so i i do things a little differently than most people to kind of cover my ass um even to the point like i was talking to a coworker um last night because he got a parking ticket that he fought. Um, and his claim was similar to, to your friends, which was, it's not a no parking area. Um, because, uh, the, the conditions were poor. Um, the sign was obscured, right? There was like graffiti on the sign covering up the, the no parking aspect of it. Um, it was, you know, a windy, rainy, stormy night. So you couldn't really even see the sign. Um, so there's no way that I should be given a ticket for parking there. Um, I said, well, that's where you went wrong. You know, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you admitted that you were parked there, right? And then you were giving an excuse as to why you, you know, broke their law. Um, and in reality, what you should have done and what you should do the next time is not say a goddamn thing um, until they start asking questions. And even then, you know, you don't have, you, you don't have to go on to the stand and answer them. Right, you can just you know cross-examine the police officer, and you know point out use use your evidence of the obscured sign, and you know ask him if this is obscured, if this is readable, um, you know were were the conditions such um, that a person, the defendant or the accused, right, would be able to to uh, to see those things clearly and make an informed decision, you know, to not park there, but n- never admit that what you did, you know, was was, was never admit that you did what they said you're doing. Um, if at all possible, right. I, I, I defended myself once in court, um, similar situation. And it was just weird for me to always refer to myself as the defendant or the alleged or the accused, you know, like, did you see the alleged, uh, person or the accused? Were you, were you aware of the defendant's position? You know, cause at no time did I want to admit, um, that they had the right person, you know, like er- everything was, you know, because as soon as you say that, then, 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 then it's like, gotcha, gotcha moment. Um, I want to jump back real quick, MC, cause you said something about re- renouncing your citizenship. Um, and I want to, I want to make a quick point on that. Go ahead. Or did, did you have something else first? No, go for it. Okay. Um, so I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to say huge fan, but I'm definitely a big fan of Mark Stevens and the Mark Stevens method, which is why I, you know, learning, learning his shtick and, and, you know, working with his stuff is one of the reasons why I have so much fun going to court all the time. Um, but he is, he is a polarizing figure, uh, within the libertarian anarchist, uh, community, um, because of his methods and because of some of the things that he advocates for. And one of the things that he's pointed out that it's hard to refute, and this is this comes up when people ask me, you know, like, well, if you don't like you here, why don't you just leave, and why don't you just renounce your citizenship? You know, if you don't want if you don't want to be a citizen of the United States, why don't you just renounce it and go somewhere else? Um, and if you listen to Mark Stevens and you kind of like follow his logic, he makes a claim backed by evidence um, that there is no citizenship and therefore no citizens. So for me, when someone goes, you know. Why don't you renounce your citizenship? I go like, why do I have, number one, there is no citizenship. So number two, there's nothing to renounce. And number three, why would I, why would I give credence to their system um, by accepting the fact that, they're, that that I am their citizen to begin with and then have to renounce that after the fact, right If I just de- if I just declare that I'm not their citizen uh, to begin with and that their claim of citizenship over me is false, um, then there's nothing to renounce and I am just a, fr- a free person you know living in this particular geographic region. Um, so what are your thoughts on that when it comes to you know needing to renounce your citizenship? uh and and therefore you know giving giving their system the power to hold their citizenship over you yeah
1: um the idea of citizenship didn't even uh originate in in the US um it's it's a it's a purely um imaginary thing right um it's it's made up um it's easy to push on people because they want to be feel like a part of something, right? Um, so, I, I think where where citizenship started in in the U.S. was uh, after Lincoln, right? Um,
0: uh, I don't know the historical facts.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess we should probably look into that after the show is over, or maybe somebody else can do it on their own. But um, yeah, instead of. Um, so someone made the quote you know instead of freeing freeing the slaves they they made everybody slaves um so we're all equally slaves oh, by granting the,
0: the... them citizenship I'm a um, citizen I'm I, a free man sir
1: Yeah well I I don't think he granted citizenship I think he he made the idea of citizenship um uh reality in in the federal government sense of the word or whatever um I I f- I forget the the facts about it so yeah, I wish I could speak more on it, but I guess, yeah, it has, has probably has a lot to do with taxes and stuff too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the tax code, it uses the word "citizen," so therefore, everyone must be one.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look it up. Okay, but yeah, it's 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 an imaginary thing. Um, just you know, just as imaginary as the borders. Um, we shouldn't have to have a passport to go anywhere or to come back. Um, that that was all started under, uh, wartime measures and it just never stopped. So, um, you know, we, we should strive to get back to being free people and being able to do things without permission. Um, especially if it's something as simple as traveling,
0: which I'm about to do like, you know, um, for, for those not aware, like MC was out on a trip and now it's my turn. Um, so today so today this evening uh we're recording the show in the morning here in hawaii uh this evening i will have my fun with the tsa um and we'll we'll see how that goes and you know how i'm feeling at the time right like like we we talked about this before mc i typically don't you know raise a holler hoot and holler at the tsa because i've got places to go and i just want to get there um but every 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 once in a while there's like there's an itch that needs to be scratched um and it probably won't be tonight but we'll we'll see right you know like, <laughs>
1: maybe on the way back huh? <laughs> maybe on the way
0: who knows maybe maybe on the way back maybe not but you know like like i said there's there's just some part of me right that there there's like i don't want to say like seeks out or appreciates or has a need for conflict or anything like that um but there's you know, when it's, when it's not working out, then I, you know, I tend to double down, right? So if TSA, you know, for the most part leaves me alone, then I just go like, okay, I'm going to leave them alone too. But when they don't, right, then it's like, well then, okay, now, now we're going to escalate and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how far we're willing to go here. Um, As you know, for example, but not related to the government. Like I, I got uh, a little bit in trouble at work, um, the other day, um, for like, for, for swearing for, for using profanity in an email to our HR department, (laughs) um, because it was like the fourth time, right? So, um, on this show and in, in real life, in all voluntary relationships, um, I am Rich E. Rich, right? I, I have been so since probably, I think 2007 is when I adopted the moniker. Um, maybe even before that, maybe 2006. I don't remember exactly. Um, I want to say around 2007. I, I adopted it. I changed my name. Um, I did not do it legally, right? Because my, my, just like the citizenship, my claim is that if it's my name, I can just declare it to be so. And if I have to pay and get permission from somebody else to do it, then it's not really mine. Um, so I know what my name is and I know what name they use for me. Um, so this HR department keeps, uh, sending me a notice like uh, in their, in their, in their like online form. Like every time I log in to their, into their, their service to like check my hours and approve my timesheet and all that fun stuff. Um, it goes like, uh, we're requesting a name change from, you know, from this to this. Um, and then I always say no, because they're, they're trying to change it from like my, my slave last name to my slave last name with the suffix, the third, because I, I'm, uh, according to them, I am the third. Um, uh, and so I said, well, that's incorrect. You know, I, 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 I made it nice. Like the first three times I made it nice. I went, that's incorrect. Um, you know, you should append the suffix to the first name because that's how, that's how it is done. Right. Like that's the right way to do it. And then it went ignored. And then they you know I logged in again and said like hey we're requesting this name change I'm like all right I already told you guys like I'm not approving this name change and I already gave you my reason why um, so so please stop asking right like either fix it or leave me alone right and then I log in and it goes in and you know the rig and roll goes on and then finally I went all right I'm done right like they're they're ignoring me I'm going to escalate so I went for the goddamn motherfucking last goddamn fucking, you know, all that profanity, you know, <laughs> change, fix this shit on your end, you motherfuckers, or something like that. Um, and so I finally got, they finally responded to me, right? They finally went, um, you know, the, the, the reason we keep asking is because are even though you're right, Rich, even though, yes, technically speaking, uh, the suffix appends to the first name. Our system does not allow for that. We cannot make the requested change in our system, right? It must be done wrong, um, or you will continue to get this notice, right? You <laughs> must, you must do it the wrong way. Um, so I, I get to work and you know, the, the new GM who's only been, who, who's only been at the company for like a month now, or, or maybe even less than a month, like from the holidays. Um, you know, he's like, um, So I got this email about your email and then, you know, I'm like, I'm not fucking apologizing for that shit, man. You have no idea. He's like, well, tell me, you know, I'm like these motherfuckers and yes, they're motherfuckers and I'm not going to stop calling them motherfuckers until they stop being motherfuckers, right? Have ignored me, you know, three times and only now that I've called them motherfuckers are they actually paying attention. He's like, okay, I, 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 now, now that I have both sides of the story, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get back to them. Like, there's nothing to get back to them about. They've already, they've already told me that they're uh, incapable uh, of making the change, you know, to do it properly. And that I, I must accept, uh, the fraudulent means by which they're asking me to, to, uh, uh prove the name change. So the next time it pops up, I will approve of it, you know, begrudgingly, um, but just, you know, just, just an example of like, I try to be polite. I try to be a nice guy and I will be a nice, polite, you know, sheeple moving through the crowd in TSA, unless they start to harass me for some nonsense. And then, you know, and then we'll, we'll see, we'll see how much pushback, um, I can handle or they can handle before we're, we're, you know, cattle through it, moved along, but I I can't stand that. Right. I'm like, you know, even, um, this again, like we're, we're, we're not going to call the cops, but like, um, our, our neighbor here, um, like, uh, my, my son's great grandma, her house, like the, the great grandma passed away. She was like the matriarch. There's no one left. And so now there's like, you know, th- the house is there and people are occupying it. And I'm sure they're trying to get their affairs in order. Um, but they're, they're now like, holding the parking spaces hostage. And we've talked about this before uh, on the show, about, like, the cones and, you know, public roadways. And as long as you're going to have public roadways, so on and so forth. Um, but there's, like, the parking's tight on this street. You've been here, MC. You, you know that, you know, it's difficult to find, like, a decent stall legally. Um, yeah, most well,
1: n- n- 90% of Hawaii is like that. Or right. at least Oahu.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, like, my place in Aina Haina, um you know, a- another part, like, there, there parking was easy you know, it was like right around the corner, but there was plenty of it. Um, but this, this street is kind of packed. Um, so the, the cones notwithstanding, um, you know, we, sometimes we have to park in, you know, near their house. Um, and my mom swears like, you know, um, like I, I got a flat tire the other day I, and my uh, nephew had to come and like plug it. Um, cause I ran over a screw and my mom says like she found a nail in her tire now parked out in front of that house. And she swears, you know, she's like, it doesn't even look like I ran it over. It looks like someone like put a nail there and like pounded it in. And, you know, these, and she thinks that it's one of them to get her to move her car away from like their house, right. As if there's more parking on the street, you know, to move it to. Um, So I'm like, do I have to go regulate? Like, you know, and she's like, no, you don't have to, because if it comes down to, I'm going to go regulate, (laughs) you know, but it's just, you know, I Just again, in general, just in general, has nothing to do with, you know, with, with the show necessarily, but I just don't understand why people, why people in general, right. Want to, want to start trouble at all. Like, just, just let it go, you know, because you don't, you don't know who you're starting trouble with. And which is why, you know, as far as the show is concerned, I advocate, you know, I advocate defensive violence. I advocate arming yourself. You know, I advocate taking force, you know, taking action by force when necessary, um, you know, to protect yourself. And I think if everyone did that, you would have less, um, less conflicts because the consequences of conflicts would be so dire um, that it'd be best just to like, you know, talk things out peacefully and get to know each other and be, you know, if, if not friends, at least be cordial and respectful of one another and each other's property um, else, you know, uh, you know, a great deal of violence, uh, be brought to you. Um, and they know, and I know that I'm personally capable of it, even though I temper that urge, um, most uh, in most conflicts, right? Like, you know, I, I can cuss all I want, um, in an email, but I will break shit if we're, you know, if it happens to escalate to that point in person. Um, so it's, it's best, you know, that, that we handle it peacefully and civilly and not push it three or four times out um, before before you actually acknowledge, number one, that I'm right, and number two, that you can't do anything about it and I should just accept it, right? If that response came back after the first time, you know, I'm like, all right, fuck, you know, whatever then, right? But to ignore me three times and then wait, till I, wait for me to escalate it um, before you do anything about it, it's just like, just poor protocol on their part. And they're asking for it, totally asking for it. Um, moving on. Now, uh, real quick, one other thing that I wanted to bring up with UMC because it kind of ingests because it's kind of funny, and I just I just want to hear your thoughts when I when it comes out of my mouth. Um, we've advocated Monero on this show for I want to say years. Like it's been at least a year, probably more than a year. We've been on. We're almost reaching our three-year anniversary um, for this show. Um, so we're, we're getting there. Um, and and Monero has been a part of it uh, since pretty much since we started talking about Bitcoin and crypto and how that relates to the anarchist experience. Um, but I was listening to Cantwell's show, The Radical Agenda, which is highly, highly entertaining, um, but don't get it twisted. I don't agree with everything he says on that show. So it's one of those things like... <laughs> go ahead and listen to it, but don't think I agree with them just because I listen to it, right? Like, I can listen to the show, I can read the Communist Manifesto, I can read Mein Kampf, I can do all that shit and still be, you know, uh, hard and true, fast, anarcho-capitalist, voluntarist, any of those uh, libertarian labels that you want to put. So I'm listening to Cantwell's show, and what does he do, MC? Uh, He endorses Monero and declares it to be the official alt currency of the alt right (laughs) (laughs) okay so are we just going to continue to use alt right currency mc or do do we need to find (laughs) another coin to endorse on the anarchist experience
1: um well i had it first so um yeah, he, he can't claim it. Not anyone can claim it. It's, <laughs> it's it's just it's just money. Um, it's it's kind of funny that that they need to say like this is this is the one that we're gonna you know that we're gonna
0: use like. Um, I know, mean, based I, on your endorsement, they obviously picked right. Right, like it, well, it would be the.
1: But also, uh, John McAfee, and and I don't like that guy either, but um you know for for what it is what it can do um it's you know it's it's up there it's in the top three of cryptocurrencies that you should use Uh, this is this is obvious Uh, it doesn't take a genius to figure out uh you know which currencies are are actually currencies and which ones are just tokens um and that's why I, I get a lot of people ask me, oh, well, which one should I invest in? I'm like, well, it depends what you want out of it. Most yeah, what- most of them out there are going to drop in value. Most of them out there are not even currencies. They're just tokens. Um, and, you know, if you want to give somebody your money, that's, that's, you know, totally cool. It's up to you what you want to do with it. Um, but not, they're not all what you think they are. So, and they're, they're not all equal either. They're, they they all have different uses. And so Monero is, is the privacy coin. And if you care about privacy, then you should use it. And if you, you know, you shouldn't use it because Cantwell says, or because I say, or, you know, or anybody, um, <clears throat> and, and you really probably shouldn't buy it because you think you're going to get rich because, um, you know, it, None of this is proven. This is all still a big experiment. It could all go to zero. Um, yes. So, um, you know, I, I hope for the best, um, but you know, that's what it is. It's a big experiment, <laughs> and so and so far, it's working. Um, we'll 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 see what happens in the next you know five ten years.
0: I think I you know based not just because of your endorsement, but based on again the features of Monero. I I like it because it's the privacy coin. Like it's, you know, when 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 you got the state going after it and saying like, you know, and we're we're labeling any Monero transaction to be a a criminal transaction because its feature set is, you know, the feature set that criminals look to um that I go like, all right, I kind of yeah, th- this is this is the one for me, you know. Um just because again, it just it's it becomes so hard to track everything. Uh, through an encrypted, untraceable coin, right? Like it's 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 the it's the money laundering coin of any good uh, Agarist black market, gray market enterprise. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why you know it endorsed endorsed the buy Cantwell as, as the official coin um, of the alt right is because you know uh, when when you hold those views, like it or not, um, you get kicked out, you get shut down from a lot of places. And so there's not a lot of technologies left for you to use, um, that you can't, that you haven't developed yourself or that's specifically for your in-group. Um, and I think based on, based on what we know about Monero, um, it's likely useful for that type of group that gets shut out of everything, right? Oh, you, you can't, you can't use PayPal. You can't use credit cards. We're not going to allow you to set up a bank account. Um, You know, if you have Bitcoin, everyone will track that wallet, you know, as, as best they can and, you know, put you on blast everywhere and whatever. Um, But if you use a privacy coin that no one knows uh, who's got what or where it's at, um, then a lot of, uh, a lot of work, good or bad, um, can be done in in that realm, um, you know, where, where you're using it for goods and services and, you know, the, the people you're buying from don't know who you are necessarily. Um, and then, you know, uh, as far as the donation model is concerned, you know, you, you can accept donations from people who may or may not, um, want to be associated with you and your message, you know, like the, the, the closet racist, right. That's uh, support him from afar. Um, which again, just to be clear, I am not. Um, but before he was a racist, he was like a really good writer and, you know, quasi libertarian, and an ent- an entertaining entertainer, um, and so you know, I just that's that's kind of my thing. Like I I I I have my the the typical things that I listen to and the typical things that I read, um, but I don't I don't isolate myself in what I, oh well for lack of a better term into the circle jerk, right where I only read stuff um, from other anarchists or other libertarians or or anything like that. Like I I keep a broad swath, just so I know what's going on. Um, and if, if, even if you're disagreeable, but entertaining, um, you're likely to, to keep my attention, um, probably longer than you deserve, but that's neither here nor there. That's all I got. Anything else from you? Do we have time for a few headlines?
1: Uh, sure. Go for it.
0: All right. Headline, New Jersey man investigated, arrested after purchasing multiple gift cards from CVS. Uh, Headline, this California city is threatening a family over property fines sent to a dead woman at the wrong address. Uh, Headline, Georgia city wants to penalize stores when their carts are stolen. Uh, Headline, government revokes off-grid Amish communities' religious rights, forces them to use electricity. Uh, Headline, government failed to help, so dad builds five-mile road by himself so his kids can go to school. Uh, Headline, Cops Raid Park arrest a dozen people, including a child, for helping the homeless. And finally, headline, uh, Custom and Border Protection clarifies you have no rights while traveling. Uh, Any place in particular you want to start this week, MC?
1: Uh, Do you want to talk about traveling
0: more? Uh, I can't. I think I pulled this just because, you know, like you just got back from your trip and I'm about to go on mine. So it's kind of relevant to what we're going through. Um, Customs and Border Protection clarifies you have no rights while traveling. Um, The government is like a poorly trained dog. If you let one bad behavior go, it just escalates until they bite. Uh, The government has been searching electronics like cell phones and laptops at the border since early in the Bush administration. But because the 9-11 attacks were fresh and because this practice was not widespread, it went largely unnoticed. Fast forward to fiscal year 2015 and the Customs and Border Protection searched 8,503 airline passengers' electronics devices. Uh, In fiscal year 2016, they searched 19,033, and 2017, they searched the devices of 30,200 travelers. Uh, The CBP obtained no warrants for these searches. Many people searched were foreign travelers to the U.S., but last year, over 6,000 were American citizens. In response to growing complaints, uh, Custom and Border Protection revised their policy. Last week, they issued a new directive, but in some ways, it is worse. For starters, their guidance claims the authority to search a traveler's electronics devices with or without suspicion. This guidance guidance now claims passengers are obligated to turn over their devices, as well as passcodes for examination. If they fail to do so, agents can seize the device. Uh, This is all considered a basic search. Agents must have suspicion in order to conduct an advanced search. This includes copying information from devices or analyzing them with other equipment. Uh, Finally, CBP agents cannot intentionally search information stored on the cloud versus the device's hard drive. Uh, What this means? It actually adds insult to injury that the new guidance starts CBP will protect the rights of individuals against unreasonable search and seizures and ensure privacy protections while accomplishing its enforcement mission. Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, This is clearly a violation of the Fourth Amendment protection against unreasonable search and seizure. This violates the privacy of everyone searched. Uh, Then they demand you forego your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination if you refuse to give out your password. They further violate the Fourth Amendment by seizing your device. Uh, CBP agents are human. There is no inherent reason they can be trusted with information like passwords. There is no reason why passengers should have uh, to trust that their copied information will actually be destroyed According to CBP policy, there is no legal justification to threaten the contracts and sensitive information that journalists might be transporting. This further adds First Amendment concerns to the intrusive policy. It could easily be used to chill free speech and freedom of the press. Luckily, there is a lawsuit in the works challenging this policy, but a ruling cannot happen quickly enough. Uh, In the meantime, prepare carefully for international travel. You may even want to travel only with burner devices. Meaning you don't mind if they are confiscated for refusing an unconstitutional search. Um, your thoughts on the new rules, MC? As someone who has just gone through TSA, uh, carrying rather suspicious stuff but not getting busted for it.
1: Ah, uh, so terrible. I gotta shut the door. Hold on. Okay.
0: Oh my goodness. Sounds um, like someone's mowing the lawn.
1: Yeah, they do that occasionally over here. <laughs> Neighbors who needs them? Fortunately, I don't even have to cut my own grass. Somebody else comes and does that for me. Um, all, all the benefits of a renting. Um, it's pretty cool.
0: Okay, is it because you are renting, or is it because it's a like a, a homeowners association maintenance type thing?
1: I am not one hundred percent sure, but I think I think the owner pays for it to get done.
0: Interesting. Okay, because I once i w- I was looking at a rental on the mainland um, when we moved when I moved there the first time Um, and it was like a little house and it was like, you know, required, like as part of the the rental agreement um, that the, the lawn be like landscaped and maintained properly. And I'm sure
1: that's true here too. Um, It's required, but I just don't, I don't think the homeowners association pays for the the lawn service. I think, I think the owners have to pay for
0: it individually. It's not like the maintenance guy going around cutting everyone's grass.
1: I mean, there's probably the same people doing it for everybody,
0: but that would okay. make the most
1: economical sense since they already you would got think. the tools out. But yeah, hopefully everybody yeah. gets a deal in this neighborhood.
0: Yeah, but if you're an owner, if if you're an owner there, you could just as easily like grab your own mower and you know take care of it yeah. yourself on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just curious. So traveling, and travel bans, and searching your devices, and going through your stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, obviously it's totally crazy, and it's it's intrusive and annoying and and uh and uh, they, and they don't catch people so they they shouldn't be doing it
0: what was it i saw an article i didn't i didn't i caught the headline it was like cbs news or something tried to smuggle a bomb in just to test it and they actually got caught did you catch that one um they they
1: probably made it super obvious
0: yeah and What's... uh
1: yeah it's just <laughs> It's a it's a joke, and I and I and I really don't care. It's like it's 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 so rare that I I wouldn't worry about it anyway. You know, the when I went yeah. through the TSA, the they the the guy brought up. He says, "Well, you know, why I have to touch your crotch, right?" And I said, "I don't care." You know, and he's <laughs> like, "But he really wanted to tell me this story about the underwear bomber, right?" So, yeah. <laughs> so he told me about it. You know, like, and and I still don't care. <laughs> like, just, Just do what you gotta do, let me go.
0: Because Um, you're a sheep to the system and you don't know how to respect people's rights and you think you have the authority to do so because it was granted to you Yeah, So
1: so you're gonna tell me about the guy that you guys didn't catch, that's wonderful. Yeah, Thanks, thanks a lot, you know. (laughs) I, I am and not only p- did you not catch him, but the, but the guy you didn't catch was incompetent too. So it's like everybody's incompetent. This is just you know a full day of incompetence that you're telling me about.
0: <laughs> I, I, am, I am a little concerned. I don't know if you saw my... Uh, well, you're on Facebook a lot. Did you see my little picture of my masterpiece? Uh, no. Okay. So I, I called it my masterpiece because it's, it's a device that should exist in retail packaging. Um, but for some God awful reason, uh, either doesn't, or is so obscure that I was unable to find one. Um, so I had to build it myself. So it, it looks like a little, uh, a homemade thing, you know, with wires coming out of it, you know, um, that I have to fix before I, before I leave, because it, you know, I got it, I got, I got it all cobbled together and then it worked, you know, fine. Like I hit the switch and it like the light lit up for like the past three weeks, and then I went, I'm going to charge the batteries. And then when I took out the batteries to charge them and put it back in, now it doesn't work. So I got to, you know, I got to, oh, no. I troubleshooted it. But okay, so I think I found where the problem is, but that's not the issue. Um, but it's, uh, it's a it's a um, headphone splitter and amplifier, um, battery powered with, you know, 3.5 millimeter jacks for normal headphones. Cool. With independent volume control. And you would think, that that list of features should be like common and wanted enough that someone would just make a device that does that. Um, but they don't. So I have a, 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 um, electrical powered headphone amplifier with independent volume control and splitter, right. That takes the quarter inch jacks. So I have to buy adapters to, to take the quarter inch down to the 3.5 millimeter ones. Right. And then I had to buy a battery pack, um, for the for the 12 volt you know the the 12 volt power supply um, right. which was easy enough to find um but the battery pack itself like the 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 um i don't know what you call it the little, the, the, the the tip the the tip that like goes into the device mm-hmm. doesn't fit like it's you would you would think 12 volt dc would be like a standard plug size but one of these assholes right decide no no, no we're gonna have our own proprietary little size so it doesn't it doesn't quite fit right so luckily, you know, I've I I've gone through multiple plugs trying to find one that fits and they're all the same the only thing that's different is like this device, right? But I was able to find one um plug, uh, one tip that fit the device. Um so I had to like, you know, uh cut the wires, splice the wires back together, um and because, you know, I I don't have, you know, uh heat shrink, um I just I just wrapped it in electrical tape, right? So you've got this Uh, this headphone amplifier with with you know plugs and dials on it um velcro to a battery pack with you know uh electrical taped (laughs) wires sticking (laughs) up you see where i'm going with this you're gonna gonna have fun with that one (laughs) i might have to explain it a little bit um because you know it it i'll admit it looks suspicious but it wouldn't look suspicious if someone would just make one and put it in a retail package for me to buy Right. Like I, I had to cobble this thing together, um, you know, and, and we we tested it, uh, we tested the headphones with power and all that worked. So all I got to do is make sure that the battery pack fires up and I can get the light on, um, after I, after I cobble all the wires back together. But, (laughs) you know, but because it doesn't exist, I had to cobble it together. And because I cobble it together and I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional with all the professional tools. Um, it, it looks, it looks a little homemade you know what i'm saying Um, Mm -hmm. so the fact that i'm gonna have to i might right cross my fingers i don't have to explain this uh to some asshole tsa agent um you know where where they have the ability to just go nope not allowed looks like a bomb you know or some nonsense like that um is a little a little unnerving because then you know once they see that then it's like okay open up open up everything you know let mm-hmm. Let's let's dig through your phone and your iPad and your laptop, you know, and all that other nonsense uh, that they do. Um, uh, and you're right. It's it's infuriating and you would think, right, um that people people would be like, "No, like that's just wrong." Right? You know, 30 30,000 travelers doesn't seem like a lot when you when you consider how many people get processed through airports um on a daily basis. Right? But it's it's if, for, for me it's never about the number, it's about the principle right? The, the fact that they're changed the rules where they can search without cause, without warrant, right? Even, even if you want to bring up like the constitutional aspects of it, like that, that should have nothing to do with it, right? The fact that it's a fourth, fifth, and first amendment violation um, should have no bearing on the fact that it's the wrong thing to do um, to be searching people's things, you know, and going through and rifling through people's uh, uh, belongings without cause, Um, and you know, one of the tech shows that I listen to goes like, well, as soon as, as soon as they take your device, you know, if you're really concerned when they hand it back to you, you have to destroy it because who knows what they put on there, who knows what they planted on you. Um, you know, when they took it into the back room to do their, you know, their, their diagnostics or their copying or their testing, right. They could be planting, they could be planting stuff on, you know, 30, 50, you know, 70,000 people. Um, just by going like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to take your phone into the back room real quick. Um, you know, and, and who knows what they're doing with that, right? Um, putting Trojans, putting hidden software on there that now monitors you forever, as long as you have that phone. Um, who, who, who needs that? Especially the, the really paranoid people.
1: Hmm. Anything else? No, I think that's it.
0: All right. Um, let me read one more article and then we'll see, uh, There's time for for commentary. I want to read this because they they bring it up in the article, but it answers the age-old question, MC, who, who, MC, who will build the roads if not for the government? (laughs) Uh, Government failed to help. So dad builds five-mile road by himself so his kids can go to school. Um, Not here in the United States. A dedicated father in Kandhamal, India, has created positive waves around the world for single-handedly constructing a five-mile-long road to connect his village to the main road in the next town, so his son could be the first people in his family to attend school. Uh, One of the most oft-repeated arguments presented in favor of the necessity of taxation is that of roads. But who will build the roads? Uh, The question has been asked repeatedly by those who defend taxation as a means to facilitate human travel. All too often, those who make this argument will claim incorrectly that government builds roads. However, roads are not built by governments. Roads are built by private citizens who've been given a government contract to build them. Oftentimes, due to the inherent corrupt nature of government contracts and backdoor deals, the citizens are fleeced as they pay high prices for inexperienced companies to build substandard roads that fail in only a few years. Uh, While substandard products from government contracts may seem like a waste of taxpayer dollars, many times the money taken from citizens in forms of taxation never even build those promised roads. Uh, Jalandhar Nayak realized this problem years ago, so he took matters into his own hands. As the Times of India reported, Nayak, a vegetable seller, said that he never had access to education, and seeing his children suffer in crossing the area forced him to take the steps and clear the hillocks to make a pathway. Uh, My children found it hard to walk on the narrow stony path while going to school. I often saw them stumbling against the rocks and decided to carve a road through the mountain so that they can walk more easily, he told uh, News World Odisha. Instead of using the tax money that they were collected from Nyak's village to build roads to connect them in town, the Block Development Office simply told them to move. It is almost an inhabitable area where he lives. We have earlier invited him to come and live in the city, but he refused, uh, S.K. Jenna, the Block Development Officer, said. Uh, Not wanting to abandon his farm and village, Nyak chose a different path. Every single day, for two straight years, the vegetable seller from this Odish estate grabbed his tools, consisting of a chisel, garden hoe, and pickaxe, and did what people only think tax dollars can do. He built a road. Before he built this road, it would take his son nearly six hours a day just to walk to class and back. Now, however, he can do this in no time, thereby allowing them to contribute more to the family. Uh, Naturally, after Nyack's story began to get the attention of local media, the government quickly stepped in and offered up their support. As the Press Trust of India reported, Nayak's efforts went largely unnoticed until January 9th when the collector invited him to her office, having read reports about him in a local newspaper. Uh, the collector offered him financial support and directed the Block Development Office of uh, Pulbani to engage laborers and complete the road construction work. Uh, Nayak's effort and, and determination to cut mountains to build the road left me spellbound, the local administrator Brenda D. told reporters. Indeed. Nai's effort and determination are a testament to the power of humanity to accomplish great things even without our masters in the state telling us we can. Uh your thoughts on building roads MC and not leaving it in the state's hands?
1: Um yeah, um congratulations on building a road. Yeah. On un- an unimaginable feat there.
0: it it reminds me of like another story of a guy I think it was like China or something who cut a path like similar to this right he cut a path through a mountain um, because his village didn't have a doctor and his wife passed away um, because he was unable to get her to the next village in time to like have her life be saved because there was no easy path Um, so he, he right alone like single man dedicated the rest of his life to carving out a path through the mountain um, so that the rest of his village will then have access to the doctors on the other side right it's just yeah. you, you you don't need the state to accomplish great things um and when motivated enough right like what were his tools a garden hoe a pickaxe and a chisel right and he built he built the path you don't need the yeah. state yeah well the
1: the road that i live on is is privately funded and uh maintained so that's pretty cool i mean it's it's a small neighborhood it's a you know uh residential um association so that's how it's paid for um but yeah that's you know one way of 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 paying for it collectively is uh voluntarily um yep obviously if uh, i don't want to pay for it i can't live in this neighborhood um but that's part of the agreement. Um, other other places, there is no agreement. It's just it's just they they come and take your money and you know point a gun at you. Yep. And uh, so I, you know, there, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. Um, I'm I'm not under the illusion that that uh, with no government that I wouldn't have to pay for things that I didn't want. Um, but they most likely wouldn't be pointing guns at me to get what they, what they want. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a right, wrong way to do things. And I think, uh, we should, uh, you know, same thing with, uh, uh, the the federal government. I think they're doing it all wrong. Uh, for most of the state and city governments are doing it wrong too. And, um, so yeah, just try to be good to people.
0: Yep. And I'm about ready to be off to Disneyland, which ironically enough, or fortunately enough, is one of the biggest private road owners in the country, right? You know, you, you get on their property, and as vast and expansive as it is, uh, the roads are nice, the directions are clear, you know where you're going, they know where they want you to be, um, and it all works out. So who will build the roads, um, if not one man, companies that want you to get to where they want you to be and where you want to be uh, as quickly and efficiently as possible. Final thoughts?
1: Nope. Have a great day.
0: All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com, facebook.com slash anarchistexperience. Uh, If you want to contribute to the show with the show prep or comment there, um, do so on our group page, facebook.com slash groups slash anarchistexperience. And if you would like to contribute to the show financially, we'd appreciate it. Uh, You can do that through Patreon, patreon.com slash theanarchistexperience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.